0: and Banner Podcast, oh, Banner Podcast, and yeah. Banner Podcast.
1: What up, what up, what up? Welcome to and Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G, and with me, as
2: always, is the legendary Crew, What up, fellas? I got water. I got you know juice or
0: whatever. I'm like, you need Twin Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> no matter of fact, so I, I do. To everybody is: Does the word have an actual culture? This is
1: the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here, sampling these brews, grab a drink, pull up a chair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Turn the beat down like bass crazy. Twin, that's my twin. Twin, Twin. that's my twin. GLE, matching bins. Hey, twin, that's my twin. That's my twin. GLE, matching bins. And my tent, 5%.
0: Fuck around, fuck around, Pay your rent, I don't be understanding these songs. <laughs> Who's that? Roddy is that Roddy yeah,
2: Rich? That's Roddy Rich,
0: yeah. Yeah, Yo, I don't understand the songs. You sound low, right? I do. Uh probably. He sound low to yeah. That's because I no. was low.
2: Yeah, you <laughs> Your mic was low? <laughs> My mic
1: was low, baby. Put
2: Speaking up. to that mic, play boy. Yeah, oh, there that it is. Have, You know, roots. yeah. There you it go. Is that good? There you go. Right up on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: then you gripped it. Yeah. <laughs> <Hard to rip>. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> that fly trap grip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it ain't right if you don't grip it. Hey, hey, hey. Um. <laughs> uh. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocking and the brew. Well, that be the fuel. I'm your host, Rob G, and with me, as always, is legendary Brew
2: Crew. I'm trying to process
0: yeah, this. I right was, you're you so know what? I'll just weird, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Keep being yourself,
2: man. If you wasn't yourself, <laughs> I'm going to try to process it. But <laughs> no, my brain it's on me. Mean, let it go. Yeah, let it. Yeah, go. it would, your brain would have exploded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just let it. Um.
1: Let it marinate.
2: Nope. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. That's cool. Okay. All right. Um. This is uh, episode 188 of Bruising Vanta Podcast for our first time listeners and viewers. Welcome.
2: Hey, guys. How y'all <laughs> doing out there? Yeah. Uh, nice to finally meet you. What took <laughs> you so long?
1: <laughs> and if it's not your first time and you're a returning guest and fan or listener and viewer, welcome again. Welcome back. Hey, guys. I say welcome, welcome back. back. I'm glad, glad to see you, you again. Exactly.
2: Glad Ho- y'all know what the down. program is
0: right yep. you ain't new to Be this true to this right that's right <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> yeah that is true um no no i might have took that too far a little bit no
1: it's cool that's all right uh, <laughs> uh like i said this is episode 188 of bruising Burned the podcast
0: what Nothing, you know, nothing, man. You that seem little like weird, a little
2: weird, dude. <laughs> it's like a glitch in the matrix <laughs> over there. I
1: just said, like I said, it is one a eight of Brews I was just it is, it. it is. I was just, like, that was all. Um, okay. uh, before, well, before we get started, um, I just want to say, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it before. Rest in peace to the young men who were uh, brutally shot down in uh, Virginia, in Virginia. Uh, mm-hmm. last Sunday. Oh yes, and uh, also as well as the, the four young late young people in uh Idaho it's been, Idaho. oh yeah it's been yeah. crazy and then um over the over the um overnight there was a, uh, I guess a mass shooting in a um club in, in Colorado, uh, Colorado, Springs. Colorado Springs and i would yeah. say that that was a um, seems like that was a, um, a hate crime uh, cuz it was in an LGBTQ uh club and the person went in there and shot five people so uh rest of peace to those folks and and all the people that were injured hopefully have a speedy recovery um, it's, uh, it's crazy out there. Uh, we got to deal with COVID and all the RV, was it RV and everything else? Yeah, and you got to R- deal R- with, something. you can't just live your life and people just trying to, out, out here hurting folk, leave folk alone, yeah. leave your own life, leave everybody else alone. Um, but I don't want to be too much of a downer cause we do have a great guest with us this afternoon, this morning, this evening. whenever. Yes, we do. Whenever. Yes. You, uh, we, whenever you are listening or are watching, uh, so I wanna bring her on to bring her on to the uh, program. Uh she is the uh she is it's a her name.
0: Huh? I can't wait to say her name. She's a
1: beer, food and drink writer. Uh we wanna bring Ruveny Del Silva to the podcast. Let me bring her in. <laughs> so
0: she uh, got, yeah. She gave me a <laughs> Yeah, up. <laughs> I welcome. thought he was going I welcome. thought he—he he thought about it. He was thinking about it. That's why he was a little chopped. He was like, "No, actually, I was, sure.
1: no, I was." No, actually, I was—I was remembering her pronouns. Actually, because it's on her thing that says so. That's what I was like. Yeah, she did say her pronouns were. Uh, that's why I was just stopping. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
1: well, welcome to uh, the phone, Welcome, welcome, welcome.
3: Very much. Um. Yep. Not only did you get my pronouns correct, you also pronounced my name correctly, which, yep, double win. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for um, for having me on today. Um, I also want to echo what you said. Yep, the world is feeling very bleak and horrible and scary at the moment. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's not, it doesn't feel, things don't feel very optimistic. They don't feel Great, and you know we might be talking about beer, but all this stuff is yeah, it is still going on, which doesn't mean that we should and we can't be talking about beer. But it is important to keep in our minds that yeah, we are we are dealing with very very precarious situation in the world Mm -hmm. at the moment, and send our all our love and all our positive thoughts to everyone who's been affected by recent events, particularly what happened last night, which yeah, too horrible.
1: Absolutely, definitely. Um, um, well, before we get uh, uh into uh, who you are, Ruveni, and what, what we are here to talk about, we always like to know what everybody is drinking on. So, what are we drinking on today? And we always start with a guest. So, what are you drinking on today? Uh,
3: so today, which I'm just opening, there we go, mm-hmm. I was making that so you could get the sound effect. Um, <laughs> A smoked pelsner okay. made by mm. my friends at Misfit Brewing in Houston, Texas, Sarah and Juan. Mm-hmm. Um, they brew up some really, really great stuff. They have a lovely taproom. Okay. they're currently refurbishing um, just out in Spring, Cypress, Texas area. And um, I love smoked beer. I particularly love smoked lager, but I love all smoked beer. I've been looking forward to trying this and saving this for a special occasion. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, okay. Break it out for you guys. It's <laughs> amazing. And it tastes fantastic. It's a medium level of smoke, quite bacony, but also a little bit woody as well. Quite mm. warm, a little bit of multi-sweetness, very nicely balanced, perfect um, brunch beer. And it is brunch time here in Texas. It is just quarter past um 12 in the yes, afternoon. So, there you go. Yep, Cheers. The Cheers.
0: What's right. the ABB on that?
3: And that would be... a
0: Four
2: point eight. Oh, okay, so not too light. Not, not too heavy. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's my first time hearing about a smoked. Uh, you said
3: pilsner. Wow. Yep, that's right. And um, we have quite a few here. There's a brewery called Live Oak. Um, just down the road from my house. They make a lot of smoked beers. A lot of different mm. types of smoked European style lagers. They even have a smoke beer festival in January, which oh, I'm shoot. really looking forward to. Yeah. And they do a mixed pack of smoked beers for that. They have Hellas, Bock, um. All kinds of different styles. It is Smoked Oktoberfest. So, yeah, all the good, all the smoke, lager goodness. I hope here. that's
0: inside and not outside. Well, January in Texas might not be the same as January here, but I don't know, man. It's, it'd be snowing on the All Star game. It's snowing yeah. on the All Star game in yeah, Dallas sure. oh,
2: yeah. It could
3: be anything. Any, yeah. Anything can happen here. We could have snow. It could be baked. <laughs> We don't know.
1: Quality smoke beer, and that yeah, the happens.
2: beer will be there regardless. The <laughs> yeah. beer will be right. there, <laughs>
0: and,
1: and I think there's a beer fest here in uh, in January, February. Is it? Yeah, uh, in Kennedy Square, I believe. Um, That's crazy.
0: <laughs> I can't be outside in that called, cold.
1: It's called Winter Fest or something. But there's also yeah. uh, it must be a, a, it must be a real thing in uh, terms of uh, smoked beers in. In Texas, remember? because like, out of yeah, Vector, barbecue, barbecue places Vector had a lot of smoked beers as well when we went. Yeah. Um, well, heavy, yeah.
2: heavy. It seems like heavy yeah. barbecue. Like St. Louis seems like they would have a good scene. Texas, I don't know where else yeah. they make barbecue good. Oh, but oh, those man. places for like their, their beers just be right on point with the smoke. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah, Vector mm-hmm. have a really, really lovely um smoke collection, Heiner, which I've had a few times. I think it's called Moon Smoke, and they, they are doing some fantastic beers uh, down in Dallas. Yeah, absolutely. Moon, moon
2: Smoke sounds like the name of a dragon from Game of Thrones. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, yeah, yo, what you drinking on? <laughs> I'm drinking on Day Crush okay. Session Sour Air. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're good. That's good. Yeah, this is this is actually it's cool. delicious. Mm-hmm. It's from evolve. It says evolve your beer. It's from Evolution Crab Brewing Company. Now I want to say they're out of Maryland, but I'm not really sure. But I think so.
1: I think yeah, Maryland or, or somewhere at, around there where Delaware and Maryland meets.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, Marydale, Marydale. Oh color. Salisbury, Salisbury. Oh, Salisbury. Okay. No man, that was
0: easy. Salisbury, Maryland. Yep. And so this is a uh, this this is a uh, sour. As it says, but it tastes like it's not really sour, like too sour. It says that it's sour with a silky haze and pleasantly quenching tart mouth feel, which is true.
2: Ooh, that sounds and as soon
0: as I started drinking it, it kind of quenched my thirst. Yeah, very refreshing. <laughs> and this is what it looks like in a glass, right here. I got my little my little glass uh, from uh, from Golden Flow. <laughs> I gotta fill to the broom because I was uh, I was drinking it so fast. I'm like, yo, I might well go ahead and take this down. It's so good and refreshing, it's nice and cold.
1: Mm. There you go. Yeah,
0: so I'll pass me another at least.
1: <laughs>
0: and right. guess what? what? It's only 4.7, so you can drink a couple of oh all you right.
2: can drink all day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: There you go. Um, yeah, that's
2: a really good, that's a good beer, man. I like that one.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Lou, what you drinking on?
2: Uh, I went to a Liquid Intrusion uh, brew company. We had them on episode one sixty six. Uh, I have the African Queen and her Seven Seas IPA. Okay, that's what the can looks like. That's the beautiful lady on the can. Oh, yeah. Um, this was made uh by the wife of the crew. Um, it's six percent ABV by volume. I don't like IPAs, but I like them, so I decided to try it. It <laughs> smells delicious. It delicious. smells absolutely fucking delicious. Well, how does it oh man, taste? like it smells delicious. Like I said, it smells absolutely, absolutely delicious. And when I taste it, it smell, it tastes like a, a IPA <laughs> that um was made by these black folks that I really like. So I'm a, um I will have just one because, as everyone it's knows, IPA. <laughs> yeah, It's IPA. I don't really drink IPAs like that. It tastes like a traditional IPA though, so I think IPA lovers would really enjoy uh the beer uh shout out to liquid intrusion may the liquid always prevail i'm gonna have just one though all yeah right. that's just one that's a, a, a nice can. Yeah. yeah it really they the can is worth buying yeah. the, uh buying the beer for sure mm-hmm. for me
3: where are they based
2: uh Maryland. In, Maryland in Maryland like southern Maryland right yeah yeah like in right, around the DC area cold yeah yeah um all right Rob uh, G. Yes sir Rob. Your week's been rough, Rob. Uh, I know. Uh, it Has but uh, would you be drinking anything today? No, I'm actually uh,
1: drinking uh, my H two O and my uh. A oh, the
2: Lord's brew. That's the Lord's brew.
1: Yeah, I, am. <laughs> I had the uh, had the flu, so I'm just coming out, coming back outside. <laughs> it's uh, welcome back, bro. It's been a rough week, but um, I'm I'm actually feeling pretty good today. Obviously, I'm, I'm here. Uh, good, but I'm feeling good, so I'm, I'm just uh, since my um. Just wrapping up my medication.
0: <laughs> medication, saying, boy! You, all you needed was some beet juice,
1: <laughs> oh, and some
0: ginger, and some ginger ale and crackers, man. Yeah, you don't know the the red of, red of these? Well, had Woo. that,
1: but we also um uh, beet juice. What dirt juice?
2: <laughs> I just heard what you said. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna get that past Rob at all. <laughs> I'm not drinking <laughs> that. Yeah. Beets
3: are great, Mm-mm.
1: especially yeah. Yeah, okay. See? <laughs> I, See? I, I'll take your, film. Yeah, I, I'll just, <laughs> I'll 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 just let <throat> you have that one. <laughs>
2: we can always agree to disagree. All right. All right. You can't put me to a good looking beat. That beat is not good. <laughs> a good looking beat. Black Beer Chick had a beat beer, though, I had on either last week or week That's before. Really yeah. yeah, it smelled beady, but it didn't taste beady. So it was real good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It sounds weird, doesn't it, Beady? (laughs) Beady, yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: I've had some good ones recently at the Texas Craft Brewers Festival. There were a couple, and yeah, yeah. Were they
2: earthy, earthy tasting?
3: Yes, but with like carrot. in a saison something like that, yeah, it can go goes quite nicely. I think it was beaten carrots. Um, yeah, definitely.
1: Wouldn't that sounds like a, health, <laughs> a healthy beer. Yeah, what, what yeah like? that's
2: get your VA get your diet straight type beer. Good.
1: But the style you had too was saison, right? Um, yeah, it was. Okay. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that makes sense in the uh, farmhouse type ale. I mean, Saison, I mean you're chasing already kind of dirty anyway. So well
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you're right. Thank you. Earth, earth, you're earth, hate earthy. for beats, yo. Earthy. <laughs> <laughs> earth, you, man. Need to change it. you need to change the language. Earthy. I'm sorry. Earthy. <laughs> earth, it's earthy. Earth, earth, earthy. Dirty dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive too, Rob. grab a handful
3: of soil, yeah.
0: Not quite Yeah, that's. He makes it sound like you yeah, yeah, exactly just throw it, just throw it in the mash. <laughs>
2: don't have dirt in they that. won't know a difference. Just throw some
0: We ran out of meat <laughs> Just red dye dirt and set it up. <laughs>
1: oh, all right. That's hilarious. Well uh everybody drinking hey, uh something nice. That's no, uh, uh so we wanna get into uh Who Reubeny is and how how she got into craft beer and drinking beer and all that good stuff. Why she writes about beer um, Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. So uh, like we always say when uh, we have a guest, uh, the floor is, uh, we want to welcome you to the program. Give you another hand clap. (laughs) And let let everybody know who uh, Reubeny is. Welcome.
3: Well, thank you very much. Um, Thanks again for having me. Um, My name's Ruveni De Silva. Uh, I'm a beer writer. I also write about um, other food and beverages. Um, And uh, I'm from the UK. I live in Austin, Texas. I've been here for five years now. Um, I've been writing professionally about beer for about three years. Um, I initially got into beer over in London, uh, mostly drinking um, traditional British cask ale, which um, you guys may or may not refer to as warm beer. But it's yeah, it, it very much is its own thing. I love it. I got very passionate about it. I got involved with um, Camera, which is the UK organisation that supports cask beer. So I was doing a lot of stuff with them volunteering um i got into craft beer traveling over here so a bit earlier than a lot of people in the uk uh, i was became very aware of it from yeah multiple trips and trying different beers in different states getting into all the big ipas sorry lou <laughs> sierra nevada lagunitas rogue all the sort of big big hoppy hitters then as craft beer I took off in london very much got into that scene uh was giving beer tours and taking organizing um charity beer events um yep moved over here fell in the craft beer scene in Texas um and segued from writing um, from doing events and things like that to actually writing about it and yep. Yeah, so they've started with a blog uh took off from there and yep now um yeah that's that's what i do i love it uh i really love talking about writing about texas beer the scene here is really still um i think a bit underappreciated and under sort of undersold but people are getting more in the know about it now which is great um we had a record um gabf number of wins i think we had 21 wins in total from texas Uh, i also write a lot about um diversity and inclusion in the beer industry in the us and in the uk um, and around the world generally very interested um in what's happening in the beer world internationally, um, but also in bringing more marginalized groups into beer, making beer more accessible, um, making the industry and the scene more accessible, and just opening doors, really, for more people from different backgrounds uh, to, to come into beer and to learn about it and to fall in love with it, too. Oh,
0: Thank right. you. Yeah. So, in the UK, do you see a difference in the, the diversity in beer there than it is here? Um a difficult question. I think there are still
3: a lot of issues in both places. Um, I wouldn't say that beer is necessarily more diverse. I think that with as with most things in craft beer, the US is in some ways taking more of a lead with that, particularly having been initially more vocal about raising awareness of diversity in beer. But I think in both countries, it is now becoming more of an established an understood thing that efforts need to be made and that yeah you actually have to be proactive about diversity. It's not something that you just sort of sit around and wait for it to happen and then complain that, oh, there's only one type of person here that you actually have to go out and bring people in. Right. And right. <laughs> And it was great um, listening to your podcast um, with April Dove, who's yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. And she's lovely, and mm-hmm. her, yes. her, her initiative with the community is a really, really good example mm-hmm. of that uh, of actually being proactive, going out, bringing people into beer who might not otherwise be aware of what the craft beer scene is, what what there is to um, to enjoy about it. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: yeah.
3: huh. all
2: right. Um, I, I don't want to stay on the UK thing, but is it is it like a white? Is it totally white male dominated like it is? trying to be here in America and are there like small women-owned breweries or uh, black-owned breweries or are any other ethnic-owned breweries besides just white males? I know the percentage is small um, very for sure. very
3: few yeah for sure um, for sure. there are more women-owned ones now certainly and I also want to give um, shout outs to Stacey Ayer who um, is the owner and brewer at Rock Leopard first UK's first black-owned brewery and my okay. friend. Steve Sellapil, who, um who is of South Asian heritage, and he his brewery Good Karma focuses on um, low and no alcohol beer. So, well, we are we are we're pushing back. You know, we're we're trying to like go grab 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 a stake in, in in the industry. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard as it is here. You know, um, doors aren't held open, and you've got to really work and push to um yeah to be heard and to to make make space for ourselves. Mm
1: now you, you said you have a uh, you have a a blog uh, what's the name of the blog
3: So the blog is craftbit amethyst it's just craftbitamethyst.com um i started it as really a way to um create a space for people to find out more about Texas beer and Texas breweries. Um, a lot of the information there is actually now really out of date, sorry, because it, I started it when I first moved here and because most of my writing now is around sort of more general beer issues. Um, I don't have time to update every single te- brewery in Central Texas right. anymore, but it still um, is a, a solid resource of what we have here, who does what, particularly in Central Texas and the Austin area. And also I was using it to sort of do travelogues um, about beer and Different places that I visited, for example, in Europe, and then in other states, and and things like that. But you can also on there under recent articles find everything that I've written professionally. So it's quite yeah a useful resource in that sort of sense as well. Um, and if you follow my blog, then you will get an update every time I publish something. Yay! So <laughs> it doesn't matter where it's published, it will it will yes. on my blog as well.
1: Yeah. Well, what well, a question! Cool. I, I actually, can because I knew the name of it obviously, but because I, I saw <laughs> it in email as well, but. I was curious about where, where amethyst, amethyst is like a the stone, stone? is a stone It's right? the February yeah. birthstone it's Sagittarius It's a, Fe, it's a February, it's February the, birthstone
2: a, no 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 it's no. A, Aquarius and Pisces <laughs> Aquarius and Pisces <laughs> in February
3: Um it's well, it's aside from being one of my favorite stones it's I mean my birthstone is diamond but diamond heels that sounded way too Paul Simon that would fun. <laughs> <worked.
0: laughs> Um, lot, I, I love Amethyst, yeah. I have a
3: lot of them I love the colour, it's my second yeah. birthday okay. And yeah I I actually started when I was looking for a Twitter handle Because I wanted something really really cool And every really cool thing I could think of Someone else already had So I was like I've got to make something up So I just uh, thought what are two th- two things that I really really like um, amethysts and High Heels mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, I like yeah That was where
1: That was how it came up Hey there you go if you, got a, if you like Amethyst and High Heels It's good I, I think it could have
0: still been Diamond in High Hills. I mean, Diamond Hills. Was diamond hills. Yeah,
1: it was the logo already built in that, yeah, I guess Diamond Hills, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, real
2: glossy. Then you just change, you just change the diamonds into amethyst. Yeah, That's true. Still, it could still be the a, hills is there. A nice have some some amethyst encrusted. Oh my goodness! I just had a visual. Okay, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah I was because uh, I think Topaz is, uh, is a is Sagittari- a is a
2: November st- birthday. And at the name of a Ford? Then the Fords used to make a Topaz or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, Robbie said, Why am I acting like that? Um, He had a Topaz. He
2: had a Topaz in his Topaz? Yeah. So this makes you grab a color tape
1: house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, All right, so. Now you 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 I, 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 you mentioned that you you've written, but you've written for quite a few people. You've written for uh, I know for one good good beer hunting as good well. Hunting. Um, yeah. Uh, so how how do you I guess in terms of how do you decide on what to write, or in terms of in terms of like the beer angle, especially like what what goes into your your thought process in terms of when what you want to write about in the beer space.
3: Um. It's very much, it it can be any number of things. Sometimes what I write is in response to what's happening in the world, is in response to news or response to something that's sort of affecting me. It could be from somewhere that I've been, somewhere I've visited, an experience I've had, or a particular beer or beer style I've had that sort of sparks an idea. Um, A lot of my earlier writing, and still some of it now, is quite focused on uh, people of colour, particularly South Asians in beer, how few of us there are, and sort of trying to create a space for um, for bringing more South Asians in. Um, i've done some some pieces actually focusing on uh what's happening in the um the beer industry in the subcontinent in india but also yeah bringing together people of south asian heritage here in the uk and then also you know every other marginalized group um and all all the different things that we can bring to beer um marginalized groups working together particularly as well to um to expand or um or access um and our support within the industry um say I do write a lot about Texas beer just yeah particular breweries and beers that inspire me that I love that I get very very passionate about the beer scene here um how sort of it's very sort of terroir focused how the really Texas the landscape the um the conditions all of those things come together uh to make our beer really special so yeah it can be any um any number of things and then sort of looking at different publications what their interests are what they might sort of want to pick up on. For example, um, I've done some pieces for the Houston Cron, so those are obviously very much focused on um, what's going on in Houston um, and different things within the Houston beer scene, which is very, very dynamic and very exciting. I mean, I I live in austin but um i try and yeah get around texas as much as possible and <laughs> um, see what what's yeah what's happening everywhere so yeah, those are all different factors that that come into play when i'm writing and yeah they, it can be it really can be anything
2: mm-hmm. are so as a writer are you like a, a independent contractor
3: I'm a freelancer, yeah. Freelancer, so I'm yeah. not tied to a particular publication. Yeah. I so you, work, pick, yeah. so you pick
2: whatever you want to write and then just submit it to the different publications. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice.
3: Okay. I hope to keep my fingers crossed that eventually it will land on the on, on in the inbox of somebody. Right.
2: That, that wants oh, to yeah, take that's a really it. Idea. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right. Are you a writer by trade?
0: Right. That's all I was about to ask you. Are you a writer by trade? Or
3: um just... I I am a history graduate, and before I did this, my background was in PR and comms, so I've always done writing for my job, yeah.
0: Okay, 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 that's cool, that's dope, (laughs) but so, 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 you say, so with the South Asian community, like, do you see, it? are you seeing a difference? Yeah, definitely,
3: definitely, um, both here and in the UK, but, um, I think that, it really, particularly since in the years since I moved here, I've really, I mean, we still have a long, long, long way to go. Yeah, I mean, when I um, initially started looking for other South Asians in beer in the US, it was it was felt like an impossible challenge. And mm-hmm. now I know, you know, there are quite a few. There's quite a few South Asian owned breweries. Um, I did a piece um, about a year and a half ago in Vine Pair, uh, five South Asian um, owned breweries to watch. And there's quite a few more that have um, that have opened since then, right. who I'm, I'm awesome. aware of. And there must be a few who I'm not aware of too. Right. So it's great to see. Um, it's slow progress. I mean, there's probably still, I would say, fewer than 10 in the U.S., but Ooh. it's it, it, it's happening. And mm-hmm. um, Windmills um, out in Dallas, they won um, what I believe is the first GABF gold medal for a brewery that South Asian owned, which was really, really exciting this awesome. year. Good. And, yeah, congratulations, congratulations to them. I to RJ, he's their CEO, because that's just a tremendous achievement. Yeah, so, great. yeah, things are definitely, yeah, I think things are improving slightly. Oh, that's <laughs>
1: good. Yeah, that was actually going to be my next question. Like, what are some of the, uh, if you knew them, what were some of the uh, South Asian... Um, Black, I mean, South Asian-owned breweries, but you didn't name one. That, which was uh... oh yeah,
3: I'm um, I'm happy to yeah, happy to uh, name some others. Azadi in Chicago doing fantastic things, particularly with um, South Asian ingredients. Uh, the Desi, mm,
0: that's
3: uh, um, and Miss who um, whose beer I'm drinking now, Sarah is of Pakistani heritage, and oh, nice. she is, as far as I know, the first professional female South Asian brewer in nice. the US. Yeah. Who I us, and yeah, she's fantastic. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. There's yeah, there's there's some great great beers out there. Um, rupee beer. They um are making lagers um to pair with um with South Asian food. So yeah, there's a lot um a lot of um exciting stuff happening.
0: Nice. Yeah, because I was I was going to ask if if like they. If you notice that they use South Asian ingredients, because, I mean, there's a lot of different things that, that South Asians have that we yeah. <laughs> we didn't we don't we wouldn't even think of using. So it's mm-hmm. like. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: And that, that, that brings out the creativity right. that everybody doesn't have. You know what I mean? Like it just makes it m- more inclusive because you right. get a South Asian ingredient and you can put it with a black ingredient. We can make a sweet potato curry. Pie beer. Be yeah, awesome. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Have a yeah, white absolutely. person have a white person drink it, it'd be full of stuff.
3: No, no, it's true, and it is—it is all a learning process, exactly mm-hmm. like that. And I think that that's you know that's what can be really really interesting. Is I mean, obviously, uh, 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 there are things like oh chai, and which which are very well known. So you have you taste right. out, you have a chai um, mm-hmm. porter, and everyone knows what that's going to taste like because you know uh, every, everyone's very familiar with that. But then you come across other less mm-hmm. usual ingredients. For example, um, at Sadi, they they do an amazing. Using um, a lager called the Dusra, um which is actually named after a manoeuvre in cricket, which is a whole other <laughs> getting yeah. into what South Asian right. <laughs> But it's a lager brewed a, a rice lager, but it's brewed with basmati rice, so South Asian rice, whereas usually uh, rice lagers are made with um, either Japanese or American rice. Right. So, mm. and it has the most fantastic flavour. So, lots of people might think, oh, oh, basmati rice. Oh, I, I either don't know what it is, or I've only ever seen it in on a Menu with my curry, and then right. they have a lager made with it, and it's a completely different um drinking
0: experience.
3: Right. So, yeah, or they and might suddenly like have that and then think, Oh, okay, now I might actually like to go and try the food. Yeah. So right. different yeah. Ways
0: yeah. Oh, that's true. I want to try the beers, like, in the food, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Right, right.
3: Wow. absolutely. And when I I homebrew, I mean, I'm not the world's greatest homebrewer. I'm still very much in the learning stage, but um, I'm trying to use sort of different spices and different um, herbs. I did a turmeric ginger IPA, which I... I have to say, I mean, I loved it.
2: Obviously, <laughs> I mean, those that sounds good start, to me. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds that sounds healthy too.
3: Yeah, it, it, it tasted really healthy. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: <laughs> that's good.
3: yeah, yeah, you could feel like you were having sort of like a really he- like healthy tea or like health drink, but no, actually, it was a beer.
2: Yeah, it was a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I'm awful. making
3: more of that. So yeah, yeah I mean, I think just things stuff like that. Yeah, it's fun and it's yeah, it's a good way to yeah to explore and learn more about different cultures. Health- different foodstuffs, now, how I long agree. have you been home, bro? I uh, started during COVID, like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to get this beer I make it myself. <laughs> I got it. exactly. If, if I can't right. go and get the beer, I will make the beer myself.
2: <laughs> I'll figure this out. Watch, watch me. Uh, makes sense. Uh, Do you have a favorite style? We always ask, Do you have a favorite style of beer?
3: Um, no, I believe that beer, like everything else, there's one for every occasion, every mm, type of weather, mm. every mood, every feeling. <laughs> there's a beer for everything. So nice. I don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll wake up one day and think, oh, I really want that. Like, because it's cold here in Texas. I mean, it's cold for me. <laughs> but you guys know, so much. But <laughs> uh, I've had a lot of stouts yesterday, but I haven't had so many over the summer. Although I'm not against having stouts in the summer. But yeah, we had um, a big stout release here yesterday. Pinehouse Pizza's Jaguar Shark, which is a really, really nice annual um, big, big, Big stout release had a great big flight, and they were of like ten and a half percent. All different variants of this January mm. shark. And that is that what you really
0: took cool the picture with? With the yes. with the flight? Okay, okay. Yes.
3: Yeah, so that was really really fun. Um, but then, so yeah, I've got a, um, a lager on the pilsner on the go now, and that's yeah, that's delicious. That's going down well. I love mixed culture beers. Um, that's something that. Yeah, but I'm really yeah. If I ha- if I had to choose, sort of like one thing, it probably would be uh, mi- mixed culture, mixed fermentation styles, um, funky mm. beers, very very funky beers. The funkier, mm. the more sour, the more the more yeah. you grab, grab a handful of <laughs> earth. You <laughs> uh,
2: like, like that beer that you don't like, Yoda. What's that? Um, mm-hmm. the, the, oh, sour the Sour Monkey or the Golden Monkey? Was it, was it Golden Monkey? It's it Sour, Mon- sour, Mon- monkey, it was sour Mon- monkey. Sour Mon- Monkey. Mon- no, well, no, no.
3: Sour Monkey's good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we knew you. I knew you would like it. I knew you would like it when ah. you said funky beer. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bogey is funky. That thing, <laughs>
0: is definitely not for everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's
3: a good
1: one. Yeah, uh, I'm on just so. a little top, ch- ch- topic. Well, it's not really in topic, but in terms of like, I, I know in your uh, like an email, I guess uh, what is it? The signature there is a something that says talk about the British Guild uh, Beer Writers Highly Commended twenty twenty two twenty twenty one. Is that like a? Is that like an award? Is that like?
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. so it, it's a it's a competition for beer writers so mm. um i received a highly commended in the um national um oh gosh i can not remember the name of the category now national beer communications i think was the, is the correct name they've changed all the categories this year so it's oh, yeah it's a bit confusing and yeah. i'm a finalist in two categories this year so i oh, think nice. well, this congrats. week <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. we'll see oh.
1: Well, well, early, you have already won, tomorrow. right? So you won, you won already, but now you get, you
2: are in for this year. This is the yeah, 2022. Yeah, 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 this is 2022. You come, you're coming back, uh, yeah. I should probably go back to back, oh, back <laughs> to back, like Kobe's Lakers. <laughs> okay.
3: well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. That's going to be later this week, I think. But unfortunately, I won't be in the UK to yeah to be there in person. But yeah, it's it's a great it's a great event. It's a lovely evening. All beer writers get together because most beer writers are freelancers. That doesn't actually happen that mm-hmm, much, so mm-hmm. it's a shame to be I'm missing it this year. But yeah, yeah it's a lovely, Good lovely. Luck, well. wondering
0: if uh, if you had you, you were saying that you have a background in uh in history um yeah. have you looked into the history of south asians in beer
3: um yeah a little bit um i actually have a friend and he's another beer writer who's done that a lot more than me david mm-hmm. Jason, um, in london in the uk but um it really um, comes with colonialism. The British brought beer in its in the form that we know beer, which is not to say that um, South Asians didn't have their own forms of alcohol because they did. Right. But beer, the way that we think of it, did come with the British, and that's why it's sort of yeah, it's very much tied in with that colonial history. So what's really really great to see, which um, my family is actually from Sri Lanka, and we don't have any craft breweries there yet that I'm aware of, mm. although I haven't been back there since before COVID but um in India for example I mean craft beer has really really taken off massively and it's really become its own thing and it's really been great to see how Indian breweries have really shaken off those sort of the colonial associations and restraints with beer and very much sort of made it their own nice. taking on and that's been yeah that's been really really fun to to observe at a distance I would love to go over there and actually experience it um, right. in person one of these days but um yeah, the, the history of beer in the subcontinent is um, deeply, deeply embedded in um, very uh, unpleasant colonial violence. So right. reclaiming that and and mm-hmm. making our own space in craft beer is mm-hmm. yeah is very, very, um, very important. I think going yeah, forward. Uh, so That's
1: I've just realized I, I introduced you all wrong. Then I should have said award winning. Mm-hmm. Writer, <laughs> that's <a bit> <laughs> <laughs> not that crazy. Why not, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
0: I hate um, humble people. <laughs> <laughs> you should have stopped them and said, "Wait, wait, hold on, hold, <laughs> hold on. on. I have awards, yeah, awards winning <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: yeah. But she, she, too, she uh, Get my
2: credentials <laughs> correct. <laughs> she does it for the love of the game.
0: Uh,
3: well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> now okay.
2: you said that you uh you write basically about beer, but you write about other things. Uh, yes. I'm assuming food,
3: food um, and
0: spirits.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. What yeah. uh, what is Here your you go. favorite? Food. Huh? You're going food. I see oh yeah, coming. you know I'm in there. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> a, I'm a related to beer because you write a lot about beer. So uh, you got you got that uh that smoked uh, pilsner. What yeah. would you what what ha- what would you eat with that today?
3: Oh, probably pretty much anything,
2: to be honest. Oh,
3: right. I, 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 be beer and food pairing, I will have hands up. That is not my great area of expertise. Okay. I have a lot of friends um, in the industry who are absolutely 100% professionals about that. They will talk about which um, flavors cut through which, which um, enhance mm. which. I am less particular, because for me, again, as I was saying, it's more sort of about mood. I'll generally pick things that I'm in the mood to have, be it food or beer, and kind Mm -hmm. of just uh, clunk them together i mean there are certain things that i wouldn't have for example like i probably wouldn't have a stout with a curry i mean very much for me with a curry it would be uh, either a lighter beer a lager or an ipa right. Okay. but okay. um um yeah i probably wouldn't have a sour with a curry mm. but yeah. um i would say it's probably hot, easier for me to say what i wouldn't have than what I would. yeah,
0: okay, sure. But, sure. yeah
3: i really appreciate the people who are Proper food and beer pairing um, yeah. experts and professionals because that is such a skill. It really, well, really is.
2: Well, a follow-up question: What do you write when you're writing about food? How do you? What's the process of figuring out what you want to write when you're going to write about food?
3: Um, very similar to what I want to write about okay. beer. It's generally sort of what inspires me, what I've seen, what I've come across. Um, I did a piece that um I was so much fun to write about um a Jersey cattle farm in South Texas making um their own who at one point, they had the largest herd of Jersey cattle in the world. They don't anymore, which is crazy because you wouldn't think Texas Jersey cattle, but no. yeah, they did. And they make these beautiful, beautiful milk products that they sell locally, as well as the milk from the cows. And it was just great because I got to go to the farm and I got to cuddle the baby <laughs> cows and feed them, and it was just so much fun. So yeah, it's sort of yeah, things like that, experiences that yeah, yeah that inspire me, that I think are exciting.
0: Um, so is there an actual dish that you would that inspired you to to write something like a a dish that you had somewhere?
3: That's a very good question. I've not actually written anything like that to date. Okay. It's more been sort of food adjacent. I did write okay. a piece for the Houston Cron about Nando's, which is a, um, a South African chain of restaurants making peri peri chicken that is huge in the UK. Um, and it's coming to Texas for the first time. Um, it's launching in Houston next year. So I wrote um, a, a whole thing about that primarily about why Brits love spicy chicken. Hmm. And how Texans are going to respond, sort of in turn, or how I think they're going to respond. So that was okay. quite fun to sort of talk about this food that I really grew up with, that is completely sort of alien to, to right. Texans.
0: Yeah, what's it called?
3: Uh, what's it's it called? Nachos. Um, they have it in DC, I think, in Chicago, okay. but we've not had it in Texas ever. So okay. yeah, it's going to be quite um yeah quite interesting to see how it takes off.
1: They had they had a whole ATL um. um... <laughs> Episode about episodes. Nando's in somebody's mm-hmm. house, like a guy had Nando's in his uh, house. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a weird episode. <laughs> Are there
2: any regular, normal episodes no, right,
1: right, no. of that mm-hmm. show? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> going back to uh, your award winning, like what, I guess, what article was it that, or what writing was it that you got the award for?
3: Um, it was a combination of pieces that I published okay. throughout twenty twenty one. It was sort of, yeah, you submit about five different pieces. It's yeah, it's sort of a combined um, okay. what what yeah, what, what you've done across the year. It wasn't for one particular piece. So Well
1: in that vein then, is there any pick pick um, any article throughout your your writing that you like that you really said, you know what? I did that. I killed that. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. Like your, That's your most proudest piece. This ever. is my
2: award-winning piece right, right. here.
1: <laughs> like even if it didn't win an award, but you felt that this was like your favorite. Your yeah. right. uh, yeah. favorite award.
0: And your head it won an award because it's wow.
3: I think I would have to say it would be the piece about South Asian women in beer because that's okay.
0: obviously the most
3: personal piece for me. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a real um, huge labor of love. Um, I. Not only did I like form some really really solid important friendships that have really mattered to me through researching it and actually finding other South Asian women in beer, yeah. but it was my first major piece of writing it was my first piece of good beer hunting. it was it was a lot of things and it just it meant a huge amount to me to be the person to tell that story and to have actually done the work as well as just talking about my own experiences to be able to share them and also the experiences of the other women whom I interviewed for the article to be the person to to bring all of that together and to to put it out into the world I always say it would definitely have to be that
1: that makes sense (laughs) 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 yeah I mean it sounds like a and can, I guess you could You could still read that I guess in terms of On good, oh, beer, yes, go yes. good Beer Hunting mm-hmm. If, yeah, uh, if yeah, folks yeah. Folks were looking for uh, oh, It's
3: still there On Good Beer Hunting Yep absolutely
1: There you go Alright so people can Go still check it out um, Yep
0: Alright um, mm-hmm. Josh who, who, What you move What What, what did I do I, I just I just wonder. You,
1: It's your time It's, it's your time it's about, Your, uh, your follow up questions
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything that you wrote down like, While oh, you was. <laughs> Yo, you also haters.
2: <laughs> so, Ruben, uh, we we've been doing this for a long time, and we always like. Anybody got any more questions? And this guy, he says, <laughs> "No, I'm good," really? and then we'll be closing the show up. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I, have one I know she, she
0: got something to do, so I'm not going to. Like,
2: oh, there right, so. you
0: go. I did have one
1: random question. Like, I have, I have a random question too.
2: Well,
1: my random question was kind of like, I mean, uh, coming from the UK, what, what made you choose uh, Texas? Was that your first spot mm-hmm. when you came?
3: Um. I've traveled a lot over the U.S. Um, I've been to, um, I think, 40 states. And I
0: always
3: knew I wanted to come and live here at least for a while. And when I first visited Texas, I really did, particularly Austin, I really, really fell in love with it. I also really, really wanted to live somewhere warm. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. definitely a big part, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. the culture here particularly the music. I love live music. Um, So just having sort of free live music at my fingertips every night, that's a huge pull. Um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to move away from London, but I didn't want to lose the sort of, yeah, the big city, the having stuff to do, there being stuff going on. But also just within a sort of slightly smaller, more easy to navigate um, mm-hmm. setting, um, being closer to the outdoors. The Texas Hill country is just absolutely stunning. And having really, really good food and beer, which, again, they tick, tick, tick. <laughs> Texas barbecue, well, I mean... It's really, yeah, a combination of all of those things. But um, there, there were, we didn't look into other places. Um, it definitely was not that, the only um, place that, that was on um, on the list. Uh, the interesting thing is that um, my husband had never actually been here before we moved here. It was only huh. me. So I had to be quite oh. persuasive on that yeah.
2: he's <laughs> very. He's a very trusting man. <laughs> we, we, we is he from the UK as well? Is he from the UK as well?
3: Yeah, he's a dual citizen. So yeah, he was born here, but he lived most of his life over there. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, he has all the perks of uh, of of two passports. (laughs) Right, uh, (laughs) very, very enviable position to be in. Yeah, he he. We did a three month trial, and I I knew he'd love it, and and he did. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah.
2: What part of the what part of the states did he live in?
3: Oh, he lived in DC, actually. So okay. he um, he had all his childhood summers um, in Delaware at Rehoboth hey, Beach. Hey. So, hey.
2: everybody oh, goes go. to Rehoboth Beach. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I've actually been to Rehoboth Beach, oh, okay. and I time. Yep. Yeah, yep. we had a family reunion a few years ago just before COVID. So I got to okay. um, experience yeah. it all for myself,
2: oh, which,
3: man, was, nice. uh, which was
2: which was Yo, Yoda, if, if somebody says they've been to forty states, most times one of them is done aware Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna always go on a limb and say we made it. Yeah, because you got it. Because New York, you go to New York to Virginia, you got to pass. Yeah, that's true. And we got tax-free <laughs> shopping, stop and eat, and go to the yeah. mall. So, <laughs> that's what they're gonna do. They do. They do it all the time. Man, <laughs> on the way we're gonna stop.
3: i'm looking forward to making it back over there at some point yeah yeah, Yeah, you got to come on Uh, through come on through
0: great fun you can hang out
2: with us oh absolutely was that i
3: thought there was one more question there
2: there is there is we're we're um if anyone doesn't notice we're going to cut this interview a little bit short because Ruveny has something to do Uh, she's a very uh big sports fan uh for uk sports i would say uh not necessarily american sports uh, would you like to tell anybody uh, what you're going to be doing?
3: Absolutely. I am going to watch the final session of the uh, UK championship snooker. Um, I am like a lot of people, very sadly, I feel the need to boycott the, um, the world cup this year, but um, I'm not telling anyone they have to do that, but I personally don't feel comfortable watching. So I am enjoying what for me will be the last day of, of sports for quite a while. Today, <laughs> um while everyone else is, is doing that. Um so I am a huge snooker fan. I've watched it since I was a very small child, and it's yeah, it, it, it's always a highlight of the um, the winter. The only good thing about the winter, is, oh my god, it's snooker season, and this is the um, <laughs> first tournament of the year, and awesome. we're in the final, the final stages. So I would really like to thank you guys for being so accommodating. No to that.
2: problem. Because no problem. Because cool. to watch pool on a big table. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't <laughs> they have like yeah. buttons on it? It's like a it's like a, a pinball, right? It's like pinball, <laughs> like the little boing-boings. I don't know. And so it, it's like it's football, which is soccer to Americans. It's snooker and cricket. Are those like the three major sports in the uh, U.K.?
3: Nah, cricket. Well, cricket. Or rugby. Sri Lanka, maybe I don't really follow rugby, but um mm. cricket is very, yeah, cricket is very big. Cricket is huge in this subcontinent. Um it's kind of a joke that you know the British brought it over with colonialism and now we kick their ass at it. But <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs>
2: huh? I've heard that. I've heard and that.
3: yeah, yeah, that is yeah, another sport that I'm very passionate about. But nice. that's, it that's a that's summer sport. <laughs>
2: okay, okay. That is crazy though. Cricket can go on fake. for like a month though, right? <laughs> what? Five
3: days. Five Wait, days.
2: What? Well, one days? game?
3: For one match, yeah. One match, match five, days.
2: five days, why is that? <laughs> to the queen.
3: Well, as my dad says, that's why they call it a test. So oh, there you go. Oh, it's not a
2: game or a match, it's a test. <laughs> it's,
3: yeah, yeah. A test match is five days.
2: Yeah. It's testing how long you get hang. <laughs> <our,
0: our>, <laughs> this is endurance. <laughs> <indoors. laughs> <It's indoors, laughs>
2: I'm like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, my knees, my knees. Good Lord. Uh, (laughs)
1: the sun is hot all right before before we wrap it up is there a um is there an article or or is there an article or a project you're working on currently
3: um, yeah I've got a few things um, ongoing at the moment which I'm quite excited about. Uh, I've got um, a project for Texas highways that'll be coming out next spring. I've written quite a few articles for them about um, about beer and food and spirits um, in Texas. they're a really really great publication to work with. Um, just obviously yeah so much love for for everything that goes on here. Um and a couple of other um smaller things um ticking along. But yeah, um, anyone can keep up to date with everything that I do on my blog. Um you can just sign up and you'll just get a little notification when I publish. Also my Twitter and Instagram, all my work um is on there as well. So yeah, there's yeah there's quite a few things going on at the moment. Got, so hopefully I'll have some yeah some more stuff out in the um, out in the world soon.
0: Yeah right. one last question. All right. Yes. What does your shirt say? Sorry. What does your shirt say?
3: Oh, oh, it's um, it's banned. They're called bleached, um and it says tens out and very hard to kill.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. uh, all right. <laughs> I got this at that show.
0: <laughs> Look, the reason why I asked because of what I, I I could see it a little bit, but it says turns out I'm very hard and it just stopped there. That's why <laughs> I, uh,
3: <laughs> it's, it's, it's two sisters. It's one sister talking to the other, but that's one of their songs. It's a really good song. <laughs> I would definitely recommend
1: it. <laughs> all right. Well, I want to thank uh, award winning writer, Rubeny e. Del for coming yes. on to the program. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you
0: so,
2: so much.
3: So much
2: fun chatting
1: with you guys. Before we go, we always like to know how people can uh, come find you on these worldwide webs and all these social medias. Uh, I think you already said it, but can, can you just follow up again on where people can find you?
3: Absolutely. So, Twitter and Instagram, I'm at amethyst underscore heels. Um, and my, my blog is just craftbeeramethyst.com. Uh, and everything, yeah, is there on one or the other. All right. Um, I have. I haven't moved over to Mastodon yet, like all the other Twitter people. <laughs> but one day I might. <laughs> <laughs> <You never know. laughs>
1: all right, because Twitter might not even be there. So. Right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly.
3: <laughs> but wherever I do end up on social media, if Twitter goes down, look for Amethyst Tails. i right. that, that'll be it.
0: All right, uh, yo, cool. You can find me on Instagram at I M three
2: zero two Y O D A. All right. All right, Lou. <laughs> Hey, guys out there, how y'all doing? Thanks for listening. Uh, My name is Luke Belgium, and I'm always on them Instagrams. You can find me there.
1: All right, those inst- Instagrams or Instagram?
2: I've been saying it wrong Insta. for two, four years now, buddy. I them <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Thanks for finally <laughs> noticing. <laughs> I am, <laughs> the yeah, I don't know. I say it different every all the time, but it's never the right way. <laughs> the <I-M-P>? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll be on them, dim, dim, dim them, them, dams. That's what I'll be on. Uh, you can find bruising and banter podcasts on Instagram, <laughs>
1: Facebook, or Twitter. And Twitch and TikTok as well. uh, At Bruising Banter podcast, you can also listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say Amazon, you can even say Alexa, Alexa. play (laughs) Bruising Banter podcast because we are on Amazon Music as well, and as well as uh, iHeart and Pandora. You can also watch us on Facebook and Twitter. Remember to smash that like button. You can also go to and if you want to get merch like uh, this uh, hoodie right here. Or that shirt right there. There you go. And if you want to follow me, Rob G., Rob Stay Bruising. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, That's man.
2: Because
1: That's because my camera's are over there, yeah. over further than it normally is to stop the sun. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, until next time, again, once again, thank uh, Rubeny Del Silva for coming on the program. Thank you. Yeah, he is. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you so much
3: for It's been brilliant.
0: It's <laughs>
1: Until next time I'm going to go out with my, my daughter's week, Favorite song One of her favorite songs
0: I could have my Gucci
3: on I could wear my Louis Vuitton But even with nothing on that I made you look I made you look I'll make you double take Soon
1: as I walk away Call up your chiropractor Just in get your neck break
2: Tell me what you, what you, what you gonna do? Ooh. That Megan. Cause I'm about to make a scene. Double up that song. Who
0: that? Megan